Hello. Hello, and welcome to the Still and Sponsor podcast in our super echoey New York hotel room. Well, my super echoey New yeah, York hotel room. We didn't share a hotel room. <laughs> we, <laughs> thankfully. Let's make that clear. <laughs> that would have been uh, a less than optimal time. No I'm offense. Zach. No offense, Zach. You're I'm, Chris. I'm Chris. Gotta work on this introduction. We'll get there. Well, I don't know. It's It's been a couple weeks since we've done one of these, so we're out of practice. And we're doing this one on the road, so if the audio is, like, weird, that's why. It's almost like the one from New Orleans. Uh, yeah. Hopefully it'll be a little bit better because we have lav mics, yeah. not just this, like, angular mic. So... But if there's, like, sirens and all sorts of shit in the background, that's... Ladies uh, and gentlemen, Chris flies with lavalier mics and audio recording equipment. It fits in a small pouch. Where is it? Uh, Here it is. It's right. an envelope-sized pouch. All right. I can only imagine what TSA is thinking when you walk through. Nothing. They say nothing. <laughs> I'm sure they see much weirder shit. I'm sure they do. Okay. Uh, things we want to talk about this time. Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Because that's like, you know, the Super Bowl for marketing nerds. That was last week, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, more YouTube shit because it just won't go away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should write this down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I Well, I'm storing it mentally. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> After a weekend in New York City. Yeah, YouTube. Uh, you already forgot the Super Bowl. I got it. All right, what else we got? I got it. Uh, we had a, were having a pretty good discussion last night about uh, view-through conversions mm. and the ways that you should think about those uh, in relation to like MTA, like multi-touch attribution. It's like a continuation of a can- nightmare. Well, yeah, but it's uh, if there's a common theme, it's because this is the shit that we think about all day. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, what did you uh, what did you think of the steak last night, Zach? Uh, it was good. I, I don't know. I, I'm a little, I, I think it was hyped up. Yeah. So we, uh, for background, the basically whole reason for coming to New York is a steakhouse that we saw in a documentary. <laughs> and because we are disfortunate enough to have companion passes, we can, <laughs> and a lot of air, frequent flyer miles, we can do this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I was thinking about how, like, you know, when you first make your ju- jump from like, uh, you know, the steakhouses of mere mortals to like New York steakhouses, you're like, oh my god! But then when you're comparing like New York steakhouses, like the incremental difference is so minute, yeah, that it's hard to say. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It, it, I mean, don't get me wrong; it was delicious, but yeah. it was not hyped up to what it. Right. I right. was expecting like a a meat gasm in my mouth, and you didn't get that. No. Did yeah. you? Yeah, and, and for the reason I just outlined, which I think that like the incremental difference between them is okay. so minute that, oh, this is the other thing that I think, you know, uh, this is like, this is the other BS part of the podcast. Uh, but uh, I think that like Benjamin Steakhouse does more of a, like a reduction sauce, whereas Benjamin is sort of like more of a butter sauce. And I mean I think, Peter Luger? Oh, yeah, yeah. What did I say? Benjamin and Benjamin? Okay. Peter Luger does more of a butter sauce. Yes. Clearly, based right. upon what was sitting in that plate. Yeah, exactly. So I think I'm more a fan of the reduction versus the versus just. Well, there you go, ladies. The yeah. way to Chris's heart is a reduction sauce. <laughs> 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 
totally, totally off topic. Yeah. But, uh, come on, easy to make at home. So I'll just keep doing that. Okay. I, I have learned through this whole thing that I can make this at home. <laughs> I'd be very happy. Okay. Super Bowl. What what Super Bowl ads do you remember? This uh, is sort of the test. So the test that well, first of all, half of them didn't show up for whatever reason on the NBC. Live okay, stream. we'll come back to that. But what Super Bowl ads do you remember? It, I I think tied. Tied, 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 more tied. I mean, <laughs> I don't remember the exact Tide commercials, but they owned it and they spent a shit ton of money. Yeah. yeah. I, I, that, my takeaway was exactly the same thing. Like, I think that Tide took the whole, like, uh, the whole, you know, multi... Um, Multi-brand strategy and pivoted around one. Well, no, I mean, like, if you think about reach and frequency... You know, like Super Bowl gets you the reach. Okay, that needs to stop. Hang on just a second. Yeah. In case you were curious what that noise is, that would be Chris's passion hobby of ham radioing. Ladies and gentlemen, he also brought a ham radio with him, a mobile ham radio with him, so he could listen to all the hammies out here in New York City. Of which there are very few. <laughs> uh, New York... What? Oh, I think that's Crystal. Uh, there. Is she listening to music? I don't know. What is that music? I don't know. Dude, listen to the headphones. What is this? A ghost? An aberration? Yeah. I don't hear anything, man. No. No. This is the worst <laughs> podcast ever. Yes, we're it, recording. It, it stopped. Okay, all right. What were we talking about? Okay, reach and frequency. Tide did both. <laughs> this is the worst podcast yet. We'll just keep going. All just right. keep going, Zach. Okay, we'll see how this turns out. You know, like, just keep going. Okay. Just plow through. All right. Focus. Okay. Reach and frequency. Tide. Well, what was funny was like the Old Spice one. You thought it was an Old Spice one, and no, oh, that JK, was perfectly executed. That, that that was so good. Yeah, P yes, P and G, right? They uh, they spent yeah. a ton of money. But. Yeah, yeah, that was amazing. Mm -hmm. I loved that one. Yeah. Um, was there any others that you actually remember? See, this mm -hmm. is this is kind of why I'm like, okay, two weeks on or whatever. It was a week ago. A week ago. Not particularly. I remember Dodge like missed the mark. Horribly, with which one? Both their ads were just funky. Mm. Like one was one was uh, we're here for you, like soldiers or something. And oh, and then the no, Vi Martin Luther King. That's what it was, Martin Luther King. Oh, and then there was the Viking one. Yeah. It's like, did they think a different team was going to be at the Super Bowl? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They missed the mark. Uh, they spent a lot of money on nothing. Yeah. Which is funny because a lot of people don't have any recollection of previous ads. So right. Which is why I think the, you know, okay, if you're going to go that big for a Super Bowl ad, you know, obviously, you know, we say this having watched GoDaddy be successful at it, but if you're going to go that big, you know, Tide's multi-spot and like in basically every section was... They also were a sponsor of the game too. Yeah. One of the, com the whatever his name was, was like, oh yeah, sponsored by Tide, get really clean. Yeah. So they had a quick little voiceover too. They spent a lot of money. Yeah. You still hearing that music? Yeah. Yeah, like one, maybe one of these wires is picking up a radio signal or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's freaking weird. Okay. Um, 
Are we we good with the Super Bowl? Yeah, I guess we're good with the Super Bowl. All right. Pop quiz, who won the Super Bowl, Chris? Uh, not the Patriots. So, who was it? Uh, the Birds. The Eagles? Yes, the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. Yeah. Sports ball. Sports ball. All right. Yeah, I'll have dumped that information by next year. Okay. Actually, I probably will hang on to the fact that Tom Brady didn't win. <laughs> and the only reason I retain that is because of the diehards in our office. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, YouTube. So, this is this is a fun story. We can't get away from it. Like, we wanted to, you know, like, I keep aspiring to do a podcast where we don't talk about, like, adpocalypse and all that shit. But, like, come on. We, we can turn this into a story about, like, crisis PR communication. Uh, so. Yeah, sure. All right, so Logan Paul. Logan Paul. After moments after coming back. Um, moments after coming back. Uh, after his, like, posting a video with a dead body. Uh, decided to release a video with uh, where he tased a dead rat. And what was the other thing? I don't know. That's what caught my headline. The headline, though. <laughs> and this this was making like mainstream news. This wasn't even just like, you know, hey, look at what's going on in digital media. <laughs> I just don't understand the logic or the reasoning behind okay. this. But check out the the numbers, right? So the number was he was uh, he was making a mill a month. Reported million dollars a month out of yeah YouTube rev. Yeah, and so that's not his merch, right? Which he'll still be good with his merch. Mm-hmm. Um, but Holy shit, dude. Like, right out of the gate. Just... So again, my question is this. So if he was making a report a million bucks a month right. off of royalty or video share, whatever they call it. What was it? Rev share? Rev share? Video rev share? Uh, whatever. Their monetization platform. So how much is YouTube making off that? Probably a lot. Right. So that means CPMs are like ridiculously high. Anyways. Because he didn't get... Whatever. Yeah, a million bucks a month. <laughs> His main and only distribution channel. <laughs> and after getting busted for not being family friendly, just goes right back into it. Like <laughs> tases a dead rat. Like, come on, dude. Like, it's just funny. Like, kind of deserves whatever he gets at this point. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Will he will he stay on YouTube? Do you think, or is he gonna try to go solo somewhere else? Well, where else, where else would you go, right? Where else know. would you go? Like, this, would you this just is, host it locally on your own site? Charge advertisers? I don't know. Th- this is, you know, it, it's sort of like when you think about like what uh, what these creators could do. It's sort of like uh, remember Tommy Laren, who was on The Blaze, no. right? She, she was like this massive, like massive uh, right wing uh, blowhard might be the right word. Mm. Like just firebrand. Maybe that's a good word. Uh, and she had a falling out with Blaze because her politics didn't match theirs on one issue. Mm. Uh, and Glenn Beck was like, get the fuck out. Mm. Um, oh, Glenn Beck. Yeah, exactly. And so then, you know, but she, she was one of like the biggest people on like Facebook, um, and other places and was just like, also known as the book. (laughs) Okay. Um, And so when that happened, there was an argument over like, well, does she keep like her branded Facebook page? Like is her Facebook page, like the Tommy Laren page, mm-hmm. hers or the Blazes, right? Which 
I think that like creators should just defend themselves and and make sure that that's theirs. Like, yeah. Interestingly, when Phil DeFranco went independent, like he clearly had had figured out that like his channel needed to be his channel. So yeah. he went independent and didn't miss a beat. Um, Tommy Laren, on the other hand, has sort of disappeared. So clearly, either there was a producer or their production value or something that was like making her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then using social media as the distribution channel primarily. So, you know, someone like Logan Paul, he came from Vine yeah. into YouTube. But where would you go? I don't know. Vimeo? Even I, so, they're not going to have the rev, you know, they don't oh, have the rev yeah. models. Facebook's just opening up monetization. Yeah. So, no, you're, you're not going anywhere. No, not with that content. Yeah. It, you might be better on Facebook. He, need, you know, what he needs to do. He needs to start going like to the porn sites, the Wild West, the Wild West. But then you're definitely like his audience is kids. That's true. That one work. Right. So that's yeah, not going to work. That's true. Um. So yeah, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. But I a million he, dollars a month to be a jackass. So the question is, will this actually, like now, will this kill his career? And will it take his brother with him? I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The question is how, yeah, I, don't, I don't think, I don't think Google slash YouTube cares about that money. It's insignificant to them. I okay, think, so I had, you and I had conspiracy, conspiracy theory speculated that Google was like, Hey, dude, we still got you. Yeah. Like, we'll pay you, but we yeah. gotta, like, shut down this. We gotta publicly say that we're shutting down your monetization. Yeah. Now, I, I think it's insignificant to them. So, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they, this is just to them, it's like, screw this. This is not worth the PR headaches. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're done. Well, Phil also was talking about rumors that, like, his YouTube Red projects were not really shut down. Mm. They were just sort of, like, sidelined for a mm. while while this blows over. So, I don't know. So clearly, like back to the crisis communication thing, like you don't close out on a crisis and then go right back into it yeah. headlong like you learned nothing. So clearly he did not institute any sort of controls on like a PR firm to watch his videos before he pushes upload. Yeah, almost like a politician, <laughs> like creating a kerfuffle because he was cheating on his wife. And then during the investigation, goes and cheats on his wife again. So this is an Anthony Weiner situation. This is a Weiner situation. Yeah. <laughs> and we're in New York City, so it's pretty... Uh, yeah. It works well. This is an... Yeah. 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 Like you have a, a, a meta crisis. So you have a crisis, but then you have like another crisis inside the crisis. Yeah. They just come <laughs> spiraling out of control. <laughs> That's exactly what's happening. Right. Yeah. yeah. So... I don't know. Here's the other question. I wonder if you went through his back catalog, if you couldn't find a lot of shit, like especially on his brothers, like, I don't know, Logan, Jake, Jake. I don't know. know. This is all out of my wheelhouse, bro. Um, But like, they do bullshit. So whatever. Sorry, my nest watch was going off. That's okay. I'm keeping an eye on the time as well, because we're we're on the clock here. Mm. We gotta we gotta check out and go have fun. Fun. In the rain. In the rain. Yeah. Singing in the rain. Okay. Last night, while two nights ago, two nights ago. Yeah. A night while we were drinking wine. 
two nights ago, which has been both nights here. Uh, we were discussing how to think about view through conversions. And by th I think Think is giving it too much credit already. Oh, it, shots The gauntlet fired. has been... Shots fired. Yeah. Okay, so your position was you shouldn't think about them or look at them or... I think they're worthless. Right. If I put my head right here, I can hear the radio. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I don't hear a damn thing. I think it's one of these wires picking That's up. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. That's funny, though. Yeah. Um, Is it quick, good station? Uh, it's... It's like pop it, it's definitely something that like if we posted this on YouTube would get us like copyright strike. Oh cool. All right. <laughs> so hopefully it's not making it in there. It's too faint actually. Mm. It would come out in post processing. Oh. Um, okay, so I think view throughs are worthless. I think that when you're looking at your channel and your acquisition efforts and you're trying to see what's working, what's not, view throughs are worthless. Especially at kind of the scale that we do things. What are you doing? It's this wire. This is the wire. This is the one that's picking up. The lavalier mic. Yeah, I'm going to put it down here. I'm God, gonna, I feel sorry for whoever's listening to this right now. Oh, Anyways, as I, was as I was saying, yeah, they're, they're worthless. Here's, here's, a re here's my reasoning why, right? So you're cruising through the internet. You get retargeted. You see an ad. You're, you're not going to remember it. You're not going to have brand recollection of it. If you did, if you engaged with the ad and got any utility out of it, most likely you would click on it. Because if you have things set up correctly, you most likely have a special discount, a better deal, something to drive that click back to the site. And if you take that action, that will count as a click-through conversion, okay. not a view-through. All right, so my counter-argument to this whole thing was you're, you're as someone running a like integrated marketing program, yes. you're aiming to not just create like uh, single channels that produce, right? You want channels that feed off each other. Mm -hmm. Again, sort of back to that Super Bowl reach and frequency thing, right? So you want to hit them multiple times. And I'm not saying that you should treat a view through like a click through conversion, right? Like it's just obviously not true, but the in the early days of retargeting, in the early days of, you know, when we were first starting to wrap our heads around like multi-touch attribution, where it was just like, hey, I have two pixels, one from my affiliate program and one from, you know, AdWords, which pixel should I fire? You know, like some websites were set up so that you could choose which one to fire, right? Mm -hmm. And I was always like, you fire both of them, right? And if both of them say that you know, you got something out of it, then it's, that is a signal, right? It's like a signal that a user was interacting with both channels. And then you could do something with that information, right? So again, I'm not saying like, you know, you, you do the full MTA thing where you assign a like, you know, amount to it, but yeah. you know, it, my experience has been that like, if you're running retargeting and you're getting a bunch of view through conversions, that typically your other campaigns do better, right? So there's a halo effect from your retargeting campaigns back into your other shit. Mm, I could kind of see that. I guess my only argument would be 
I don't know. I, I put very little dollars on branding to me, right? And so that's what, that's what a view through is to me. It's more of like a branding assist versus a direct action, direct response action. What are you doing now? I'm seriously, dude, like, you, you can hear. It's, yeah, okay, so, yeah. Yeah, because it's. Oh, Christ. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is, this is going to be interesting because. Uh, I can't wait to see the end result of this one. Yeah. There's definitely static coming through my mic wire. Okay, so you you were mentioning early, the early days of retargeting. Yeah. We're now 10 plus years into retargeting. Does that change things at all for you? Um, yeah, I still think retargeting is super important. Like, you wouldn't stop doing it. Correct. Right? Like, just like you wouldn't stop doing, like, card Well, it's so cheap. That's the reason, too. But at scale, it's not super cheap. Like, we still end up dumping, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars a month into this, you know, into this channel. So like you gotta track its performance somehow. And so either I guess click throughs. Well so I guess I guess here would be you and I are probably gonna come to the same conclusion of you well you still do it. Right? Yeah. Right? And I guess my position is like as having been the guy sitting in the trench and like looking at all this data come back. You're just not going to get as much signal with click-throughs, but you will get more signal with view-throughs. So they might not be worth as much, but it's it's almost like taking your microscope and zooming in. To me, the only thing view-through might be telling you is how effective your creative is. Uh, oh. Well, uh, maybe. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't know. That again would be a CTR on the ad, which again would be driving towards a click-through rate. Uh, I feel like I want to argue with this, but I'm finding this radio so distracting. <laughs> Are we done now? <laughs> what do we got? We're, we're about like a half hour in, aren't we? A little under a half hour? Uh, we're, we're at 22 minutes. Yeah. Um, Whoa, we started late. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so, so my recommendation is that you still look at your view-throughs. Yeah, I think you look at them. I don't think they're worth anything, though. Right. Well, uh, we have we have varied between uh, taking five percent of them and taking fifty percent of them. Yeah, it's just an arbitrary number, though. Uh, yeah. What's from saying it's worth one percent versus yeah. your five, right? Right. And, and so and I, at that point, it's what's the point? Then? I guess the 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 question becomes like, who are you reporting this data to? Right. Right. Because if you have, let's say, your CFO asking you like about where you're investing money, you need to like zoom out and you need to just say like, this is the total loaded, you right. know, cost for this brand. Right. Right. If they start digging into uh, to what channels and like specifically when they're inside AdWords and they're asking you like, well, what about like brand versus what about this retargeting campaign? At that point, the CFO either needs to like go away or you need to educate them Excessively so let me let me, let me pose this question or this point. I think we're in a different sector, right? So if you look at maybe a traditional e-commerce store, yeah, like Amazon, for example, they do this really well, where they have the dynamic retargeting ads in there already. Oh yeah, it probably kills for them. They exactly, and that's what I'm trying to get at. Those are gonna be click-through ad, click-throughs, not view-throughs, and they're probably yes, most likely, right? They'll be click-throughs, and that changes the whole dynamics of that whole campaign. I think perhaps maybe the art vertical, our industry is a little bit different. 
So yeah, I think e-commerce particularly could benefit from retargeting and probably has more click-through conversions than view-throughs in the first place than what we typically see, is, okay. my, is my hypothesis. Well, okay, so I come back to like our original, our original takeaway, which is like, you would be an idiot not to do retargeting. Yeah, I think we're in agreement with that. Yeah, and yeah. the question just becomes like, it, it, it comes down to like your specific business on how exactly to track yeah. that performance. Yeah. The other thing too is I know a lot of people are freaking out about privacy and everything else right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know, your mileage may vary. I feel like people are kind of used to it, so I wouldn't use that as an argument against doing retargeting. Uh, well, there's like the GDPR thing coming, Yeah. which, you know. We should have a sale around that. <laughs> so we're going to, this, this is gonna be a topic that we'll end up talking mm -hmm. about on the, on the podcast because, you know, we've already been talking to our legal teams about, you know, what does it mean for Google? What does it mean for, you know, Facebook? I just have a hard time. I, I, I feel like Google and Facebook need to show up in Europe and be like, yo, this is how it works. These are the most powerful companies in the world. Right. I, right. The lobbying, 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 right. will work in their favor. You would think. The policy, yeah. So. We, we will see. That's a, that's a that's story a, to watch. Yeah, that's, that's a big a, one. That's a story to watch. GDPR. But, right. They already pushed it back. But unless you work at Google or Facebook, like you're just basically going to be on the receiving end of this thing and you got to like watch out. Yeah. And with that, let's end. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bye, everyone. Uh, new episodes. Uh, follow us on some places. Uh, StolenSponsored.com. I saw we're on Instagram, too. Yeah, we're on Instagram. Cool. Well, I kind of stopped. Uh, and then... Uh, so not Instagram. So StolenSponsored.com. Like, you can go interact with all of our shit there. Yeah. Uh, uh, subscribe on iTunes. Mm -hmm. um, Stolen Sponsored. Leave us a review. That really helps us out. Uh, new episodes when we feel like it. Uh, and that is all. Cool. Okay. Have a good one. Bye, everyone. Boop.